So here we are again. It's already week two, episode two of our fabulous Flowers podcast. Paulie, how has your week panned out since we last got together over the airwaves? Lucy, it's been absolutely, well, all things considered, it's been lovely to look out of the window, see the beautiful blue sky and the trees all opening and the blossoms doing their thing. It's so inspiring. Um, And I went for my little bit of exercise this morning in the park. Bluebells nodding about in the breeze and cow parsley. It's so beautiful. I'm very lucky to live near a royal park in uh, in London and... um, have to say they keep them so beautifully and it was just a a joy to be out in the blue sky in the fresh air just absorbing a bit of nature really you know lovely Mm. Mm, yes me too and on the completely other end of the spectrum down here in sussex Mm -hmm. similar experience walking through the woods bluebells just everywhere um and the scent of the bluebells as well is just Absolutely, amazingly uplifting. Just breathtaking. Well, you know they are related to the hyacinth. So you've got that kind of slightly oh. beautiful, sort of fresh, zingy, quite heady mm. hyacinth mm. smell. Um, yeah. And also, actually, if you want to see a good hyacinth scene, uh, watch the film, the sort of early 90s film of Howard's End with Emma Thompson in it. There's a scene where this chap goes for a sort of dawn walk through a blue well wood. Howard's End, amazing. Anyway, yeah. I digress. Oh. But it's worth... No, no, digressing. (laughs) And funnily enough, I have time on my hands currently. So to have another movie to watch is um, a nice way of filling a couple of hours. And if we can make it the most amazing film about this old house. Ah, Anyway, and it's all on the the fate is the sorry, the twist of fate and an umbrella left a music concert. Anyway, I won't go into that. But anyway. So back on to um, Fabulous all Flowers, things um, yep, yep. All Things Flowery, mm-hmm. I'm sure you have a plan for what we're going to chat about this well, week. Well, I do, I do. And you know, for me, Lucy, you know, it's all about the seasons and I love anything seasonal, love, love, love. So today we are talking about, we've, well, we've talked a little bit about seasonal things and the lovely spring thing, but I want to concentrate on what you put your flowers in. Um, so I want to concentrate oh. on the vase cupboard. Now, this sounds it's a bit of a spring clean situation. So um, the vase cupboard, I I think you've got to be very disciplined with your vases. And what I mean in that saying that is that I think you don't need lots of the same type of vase in your cupboard. You you just or or shelf shelf. or in my case, in my garage. You see, you see. Or in my fantasy flower room. In my fantasy stately home, I have a flower um <laughs> and a flower and bush would be an absolute luxury so but you only need in your house in your cupboard you only need five vases just to include different looks wow. it's only five five only uh, uh, gosh well, you can get you know okay i mean i'm guilty of over vasing <laughs> massively well they're always so tempting it's you know especially if they're sentimental or something you know or you were given by some aunt or little jumble sale moment or a charity shop but i'm all for you know if you if you want 30 vases have them it's well you know i'm always in trouble with my other half for hoarding too much and we're having a clear out at the moment anyway so it's on my mind to not have too many vases of, of the same type so cut out the dead wood and be ruthless and don't try not to duplicate but duplicate them you know um so going in with number um you everyone needs a big showstopper vase this is the sort of thing that you pop in your 
hall or on a on a table. Lilies. I I have a big one for my lilies. Is it that yes, kind of vase, big, like sort, sort of, of a couple of feet? Yes, it's a great big stonker okay. of a you know something yeah. from a charity shop, a bit of old glitzy, cut glassy, something like that. Um, yes, or it can be you know lovely heirloom something or other, but. Or, or just something, as I said, from a charity shop, but a big old stonking vase that you can put loads of stuff in, not necessarily flowers, just big boughs of foliage, lovely beech, or as I said, eucalyptus, or mix it all up, mm. um, keeping the stems clean and splitting the stems. We covered yeah. that on the last one, but um, yeah, yeah. split your stems, split, wrong teeth, split your stems. Um, so that's your that's number one, big, dirty show-stopping vase. Um, yep, and then number two, coming in at number two, we've got your medium everyday vase. Now, this is something fun for the kitchen table. Could it be a jug? Could it, it be could something? Could be a lovely zinc jug. Yep. Yes, or a bit of yes, a bit of nicky, nicky, nacky, something or other. Terracottery yes. sort of something like a big milk jug. That sort yeah, of vibe. You know that sort of thing. A small milk urn that you sort of found lurking somewhere to have a look on eBay type places. So that's a nice mm-hmm. kitchen one that can go on the table. And that's for your kind of everyday flowers. So that's number two, your medium everyday vase. And then coming in number three, uh, caller, um, <laughs> we have bud vases. Now, they are my little unsung heroes because, OK, so they're very good for quite a few things. A snapped rose in the garden, if you have, if you have a garden. Um, a snapped rose, you're feeling a bit sorry. Or when you buy a, a bunch from the supermarket and you get them mm-hmm. home and then, whoa of woes, there's a snapped yeah. stem. And you're thinking, I want you to sing your song. So yeah. I'm going to pop you in this little bud vase. So a few bud vases. I will let you have a few a few bud vases. because, um, And also when you've had a, a, a bouquet um, and they've all started dying, and then but you've got one stem that still looks okay. So you oh, pop yes, him off rather yes. than throwing him in the bin. Pop him off, let him carry on singing his song. Pop him in a bud vase on the dressing room table in a spare bedroom, perhaps in the loo by the you know by the basin. Wash your wash hand basin. Um, so that's lovely. So bud vases, and you can snake them Number down three. the table. Ja, 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 snake them down the table if you want to. But yes, we'll come back to that. Uh, number yep. four, actually. Um, I think we're on number four. Am I jumping? We are, yeah, that was number three. three. No, no. So we've done, um, yeah, big show stopper, medium everyday jug or something. Bud vase. Then we've got our bud vase. And number four in our vase shelf cupboard garage. Absolutely. Fantasy flower room. Um, Number four is a pair of anything. It sounds a bit bizarre. Um, Matching. Do you mean a matching pair? A matching pair. These could be a, a handsome cube. A couple of those, maybe black glass, mirrored glass can be very smart and sort of mm. sophisticated. But a pair of something, because with a pair, you could pop them on your dining room table. You could pop them on yep. your mantelpiece, on a side mm-hmm. table. And they just give a sense of occasion. Um, and the flowers that you put in them, you, you don't be a slave to them. They haven't got to match exactly. They are what I call sisters, not twins. That's <laughs> Which is sort of, you know what I mean? So, two of the same, but not identical. Absolutely. I mean, as in the flowers you put in them haven't got to be identical. Yeah. The, arrange- the, the yeah. decorations, the arrangements. So, a pair of something at number four. But at number five, this is all about having some fun. It is a big old zinc bucket, a big old terrine that you might have picked up. Oh, lovely. Again, the, the charity shop. Um, so, a big or a big zinc bucket or a funny old jug, something from the attic at the back of the garage or the shed. This is something big that you can plonk on the kitchen table with a massive, lovely cow parsley that you might have picked from a little walk or some lovely foliage from a neighbour's garden. 
um doesn't have to be full of expensive flowers but this is a very high-end look it can look like interiors magazine a bit shabby chic um what i call hedgerow chic so a big container fun mm, lovely nickety nackety new a bit uh, that sort of you know shabby chicy thing i'd say sounds lovely and of course i'm loving the idea of going to the charity shop and um and finding some pre-loved should we say items to, to bring back home yeah upcycling absolutely love it love that Gosh, that's so exciting. So we have we have basically a top five, a top five. Yeah. So all of us now, including myself, mm-hmm. we're going to go to our bars area, our cupboard, our shelf, our garage, our whatever. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go for, correct me if I'm wrong, number one is a big show-stopping show-off vase. It's a, a sensational, lovely, cut glass something, couple of feet tall, absolutely. it's statement time. Yeah, Absolutely. That's the big, slightly formal if you want to be a bit kind of, you know, it's your, it's your granny's birthday so you want to have a bit of a make it a bit maybe a bit trad you know a bit yes. sort of a bit sort of you know you've got a christening or something like that Brilliant. and people are coming yeah. up to the house that's the kind of special occasion situation lovely yes Love and that. then number two we've got our medium everyday vase yeah just a bit of fun around the house yeah in the kitchen Love that. Number three is our selection of bud vases. So these are kind of, these could be what, a small, it could range from a small, beautiful mirrored something to maybe a little cocktail glass or something or yes, shot or, glass. Uh, do you know what, <laughs> liking it. Too early for all that. Too early for all that. about the six o'clock. <clears throat> anyway, <clears throat> yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, lockdown situation. Um, so yeah. you know, with the bud vases, you know, you can pick up little bud vases from from a charity shop. You can some, sometimes get them in quite funky colours. You know, a bit Murano, or what can be lovely is a, a, t- a tumbler as well. Oh yes, you know, a big old aching rose that's a bit heavy, mm. and you just snip it, pop it in the tumbler, and it supports the whole thing. Oof, so lovely. it's like a cupping it, a cupping situation. Um, so little bud vases, really super. And then uh, num- number four was uh, a pair of anything. Yeah, nice two. to have a pair. Always good. Whether that's a cube or a yes, yeah, a two by two. Just just for again a, a sort of a, a formal situation, a handsome kind of setting each other up. I'm actually looking at a couple of lovely blue and white vases on my um shelf here and i wish i could just kind of take a photograph that well do a snap might... do a snap and we yeah, shall yeah. pop that up on our yeah. fabulous flowers tv instagram where people Perfect. can go and look at those and in fact many mm. many other helpful pictures um so moving on to number five now we're the fun that the fifth bars is the fun bit a big old zinc bucket, as I said, or a big old funny old jug, something that has been sitting in the garage or your friend's garage or, you know, at house clearance, sale, anything like that. Just a bit of fun and shove a whole load of cow parsley in it. Go to the tip. I'm sure you could find upcycling at the tip or at a charity shop. Love that. I mean, some of That's those tips great. do have yeah. a shop selling stuff, which I Treasure love. Treasure troves. Mm. Love that. So I think that's it. That's your top five. That's fantastic, Paul. Um, <laughs> Good. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. So I am immediately, um, well, not quite immediately, but maybe at some point in the next few days, going to do exactly that and clear out what I don't use. I have several vases I never use. Um, Mm. I might bequeath those to a charity shop and allow somebody else who's listened to our Fabulous Flowers podcast um, pop in there and and bring it back for their own. Yes, what you, one man's thingy is another, what's it called? Treasure and one man's ding dang is another one's doodah. Yes, I, long. Uh, yes, that. Where there's, where there's there's brass or something. One man's no, no, that's completely different. Mm. 
Anyway, yeah. anyway, um, so <laughs> now, now you know what's happening. Now we oh, yeah. are going to talk about our floriography fun fact. Floriography fun fact. So today, Lucy, and with the, as you, we know that floriography means the meaning of flowers and their kind of their wonderful stories and their their sort of um, their kind of the folklore surrounding them. And yeah, we we, we sort of hit on. Last time, the Victorians used to send little um, little bouquets and little little kind of tuzzy muzzies of um, of little flowers, sending a message. You know. Yes. Yeah, so um, you have. I, I I think you've picked, haven't you? You've picked a flower. Go on. What's our flower? What's our floriography fun fact? Achingly favourite delicious flower, lily of the valley. Oh, oh love lily of the valley. Little obviously. kind of droplets of delicious scented whiteness. Um, and they're just charming. They're Tell little. Me. They're so brave. Beautiful green foliage popping up first. Then these mm. little dingly, dangly bell-shaped mm. white lovelinesses pop through. Um, and they're so brave in this. Well, they they mean return to happiness. Um, I love that. But actually, they're you know they're not an English flower. They were imported from Japan in the Middle Ages, and they've got such a rich and interesting history. That that they're known for their symbol of good luck and a symbol of happiness. And you know they also they also take center stage on May the first, being known as mm. May Lily. Um, and and they're so romantic. They mean purity, chastity, happiness, and and you know in the Christian folklore situation, they actually meant uh, Mary's tears around the base at the foot of the cross, which is quite a lovely thing. Um, so they've got lots of lovely things about them, and they are delightful, and they're very much popular with the royals. Um, you know they were very much in. Uh, um, HRH Kate um, bouquet and a lovely Camilla as well. They're in her bouquet and done by fabulous royal florist Shane Connolly, who oh, um, grows them in his garden. Amazing. He's an amazing man, hilariously good fun as well. And um, just to love, but in a bouquet, they would have to be wired, which is completely mm. a labor of love. But of they love. Have to, mm. delicate, they have to be wired. But um, yeah, a beautiful thing. Delicious floriography fun fact. Lily of the Valley, meaning return to happiness, which yeah. I hope we will be doing soon, Lucy. So do I, so do I. Well, unbelievably, time has just rushed on that second episode, Paulie. Honestly, it's been amazing listening to you. And for more inspiration, everyone, why don't you head over to our Fabulous Flowers Instagram or Facebook pages and you can see more of Paulie's incredible arrangements and even a little snap of those, um, those vases on your shelf right there now, Paulie. Absolutely, absolutely. Can I just throw something in quite shamelessly, in a Go. kind of shameless way? The lovely, um, glad you asked. The that on my website, I do have my own valley scented candles. Just thought I'd throw that on. Oh, Paulie, yes, your candles—they are absolutely delightful, and I'm not just saying that, honestly. And the lily of the valley, I have one of those in my bathroom, and my goodness me, it makes for a relaxing soak. Well, you are sweet, but they're all totally natural. But you just the thing is, candle discipline, you've got to keep your wick trimmed for a good burn and a yes. good throw. Anyway, we won't go into that now. Hmm. Um, we can touch you, on that. Darling. Listen, um, yes, it's been amazing. It's such a pleasure, darling, our flowery chit-chat. Such an amazing pleasure. And um, can't wait for the next one. So I suppose for now, I'm going to say goodbye. And um, so it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. 